It's a mirror episode, y'all. Snurts have nasser week. Tail week such nights and oaks of seminar week next me ish. Do a superim salad, heal enough. Here feet, here feet, here feet. Smarsh loosh has a bloody old one. Snurts near the little one. Alright, hello and welcome to the Rules of Acquisition, a podcast where we are going through every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the worst TV show ever made. (laughs) (laughs) My name is, it's a mirror episode, oh, uh, my name is Wade Bowen, and with me, as always, is James Nolan. On the occasion of our last mirror mirror episode, I want to read a poem. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrists and no, I'm just kidding. God. Hey, guys. Oh. Hey. <laughs> and last but not least, we also have Hugh Crawford. Hello. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, now, yeah, we're talking about an episode. It's a mirror episode called The Emperor's New Cloak. Because invisibility, get it? Yes. Continuing the streak of awful D- DS9 titles show titles so yeah this is a episode a, this is a little too cute by half i i mean it's a little bit you know but he's yeah, yeah they were they were pretty proud of it i'm sure yeah yeah uh this is episode 12 of season seven here's the i'm oh originally aired february 3rd 1999 here is the imdb description quark and rom have to rescue grand negus zek who's been held captive in the alternate universe it just occurred to me that we will Finish our pod 20 years after the show itself finished. Oh, wow. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Another turning point of Fork Starks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pouring one out for Jerome Bixby as we speak. I don't know who that is, but he got a It's something dedication. unpredictable. And huh? the end, that's right. <laughs> no, I um, hope you had the time of your life. Jerome Bixby. Who's um, <laughs> probably I, dead. I, <laughs> and that's well, why. He, is. he got an in memoriam. In memoriam. I assume Memory Alpha says what it's about, but we, we may never know. I did not read that. But yeah, it's 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 combining two great tastes that go great together. We got mirror episode, but also Ferengi shenanigans. It's like the perfect a culmination of all your favorite things, guys. Yeah. yeah this oh my is, god. Uh, <laughs> this episode is grade A horseshit. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it, I mean, at yeah. every turn they make a bad decision. Yeah, it's funny the test. They say that the last week's episode is the the consensus worst choice of the seat. Like, I don't know. This was. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know who's dick they're sucking on because this is the worst. I mean, this one so is. Far. It's it's another mirror episode. If you don't like mirror episodes, you're not gonna like this. If you like mirror episodes, you might have a good time. If you hate 
if you like mirror episodes but hate Ferengis, you might not have a good time. If you really like, uh, if you like Ferengis but don't like mirror episodes, you might have a good time. If you really like uh, showing homosexuality as uh, as a function of depra or as a uh, something that's co co along with depravity, then yes, that too. See, so. I don't know if I think this does as bad on the evil bisexual trope. Well, what? I mean, it's oh my God. clearly, clearly, it is. I mean. I'm. I mean, it's not not, but it's she's not an uh, irredeemable bad person for being, and it's not her the Kira gayness that makes her bad. No, I'm talking about Dax. No, Kira's, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, the, well, she's the one that that's aggressively bisexual in 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 the oh yeah, like throughout the the hmm. through line throughout the the mirror universe. That's how they signal. That's how they signal that she's a bad girl. I mean, oh, don't get me. Yeah, this is yeah. an old trope that we talked about the first time it popped up way back in. Oh season. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, speaking I, of that I, first time, I'm, I'm with you. Kira sucks in this episode. I didn't enjoy her intended very much. But, Speaking yeah. of that first episode, if you guys go back all the way, scroll, 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 all the way back to the first Mirror episode of the first season, Hugh says, this gay shit is gross. Like, not this gross. It's how they're using <laughs> the homosexuality is gross of this shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I go, no, 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 Hugh. Now, Hugh, what they're signaling is that she wants to fuck herself, that it's a function <laughs> of her egotism and her, her narcissism. And, and he goes, Fuck all that. Okay, so all of this time later, I'm gonna like I'm gonna pay up. You fucking right, man. But and in my own instance, there's a thing of memory alpha where uh, Nana Visitor's talking, and she goes, "In that first episode, I thought all of the the, the bisexual stuff was just supposed to represent my narcissism and my egotism." <laughs> That's hilarious. But, I completely but those forgot. writers didn't fucking think that at all. No, no, no. That's how they just sold it to the actress. No, that's what she said. Yeah, she was like, yeah, those yeah, writers yeah. didn't think that at all. They thought it was sexy that the bad girl is a lesbian. Right, right. right. And, so. and carrying on that fine tradition, you have Philippa Giorgio, Mirror Emperor in Discovery yeah, doing the still same doing thing. It. Oh, what? Except, they're doing that in 2019? Well, yeah, 20 years yeah. later, later they're doing... Except for, for my money, it's the best part of, of the show is, like, she might be... She's not even evil because you like her and she's basically a good guy, which is problematic itself because she's like a mega space Hitler. So that's a, kind of a, a weird thing. But oh, the playfulness geez. that they talk about, like just being open with your sexuality is nice. And she comes on to uh, Anthony Rapp and he's like, you know, I'm gay, right? Why does it always have to be from the evil people? I know. That's the thing. That's the that's yeah, the fundamental like, problem. The only lesbians that we see in the show, and I'm gonna ex, I'm gonna include that from the rejoined episode, um, like you know, are doing because they even, they were doing the wrong thing. Yeah, right. they were doing the wrong. But the only like the only like gleefully uh, like are all just from like evil people. So it's right. But I mean, mm. I don't I like Discovery has its own other problems, but mm. uh, the evil emperor being pansexual isn't didn't bother me. I, it was fun. And you know, have it's a not good like emperor they don't have be pansexual. <laughs> have a good emperor be pansexual. Yes. I mean, that. yes, but, well, can you be an emperor and be good? I don't know. Uh, well, no, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. And at least the gay characters are not evil <laughs> you know like hmm. but whatever this ain't this ain't hmm. that show this is a totally different mirror bullshit this is the a the second episode in a row where it starts off with where we haven't heard from this person in days i hope they're okay uh, i haven't heard from him in three days and since he wasn't on this morning's transport 
I think something might have happened. And yeah. He said he'd be back in five days. That was twelve days ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's like really you're going back to that well. Just you just did it in a stupid episode. But uh, okay. <laughs> like vaudeville, or you know, like or not vaudeville, like old theater where people, you know, they didn't have television, so like hack asses would write these like bullshit plays just to have things to people to watch at night because they only had one set you know all it's like or a honeymooners episode how about that like where everything that happens in it has to happen like out the window (laughs) or some shit and so they're doing that again where it's like oh they have to uh you know we're waiting on the story we're waiting on the story that has already started and i'm waiting to find out about you know it's not about the i don't know it's just it's a very lame way of introducing things yeah, though, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate this episode. I didn't love it the most either. But I thought it did do some interesting things with Ferengi. Y'all are, I know y'all are going to disagree with me on this probably, but uh, the Ferengi religion and uh, spirituality that Court has, where he's first off, they know. Well, I don't know if we're ready to jump into this episode. It, yeah, I mean, go for it. I mean, it starts off with like, oh, the like I said, the Nagus has been gone for twelve days when he's supposed to be gone for five, and she's probably at Riza, and then Rom is disgraced, like no, and then Quark is like, no, our mom is an Ugo Rom, he's at Riza fucking somebody, don't worry about it. He wouldn't do that to Mogi. Have you looked at our mother lately? She's not getting any younger. That's kind of problematic, but anyways, he goes and he prays to the blessed Exeker whose greed is eternal, and I am the most devout debtor, and he prays to a shrine that he covers up when... Uh, oh, it's it starts off with him being jealous of Julian talking to Dax and being creepy. And, uh, that's, you know, it's yes, there's more, there's more wonderful uh, yeah. horning after Dax. Right. He's like, I opened negotiations with her. Help me close the deal. He's praying to the God. He's praying to, to, to get laid, basically, like, like the saddest of incels. But... <laughs> This is fucking god. This is character assassination. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, it, 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 like Esri's only relationship with anybody on the show is just she's the person that two guys want to fuck. Yeah, and they're going at that hard every episode. That seems to be the only relationship she has. To any not her own personal growth. They're working with her on that. Right. There's so there's but, a, there's a little bit of old man, but peppered Amber there, but it's not the central focus of her character at all. Yeah. 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 And then he's praying, and punk rock Ezri comes in, and he's like, oh, hubba hubba, I love you, Dax. And like, oh, but of course, it's not actual Dax. It's the mirror Dax. We, we all know that. Mm-hmm. She plays a video that Zex held prisoner by the Alliance and stuff, and that they need a, they have to steal a cloaking device and return it, give it to the Alliance or something, or somebody in the mirror universe, or they're going to kill Zex, which it's kind of a lame way to kick off the adventure, I guess, but... But speaking of lame things, how lame is it that anybody from the mirror universe can just get it, sneak onto the station so easily? It's pretty lame. Yeah, like... I mean, the last time it was like they just beamed... The fucker just beamed... I let it slide when Mirror Burial did it, but get your shit together, guys. (laughs) But, yeah. Was the first mirror episode the best mirror episode? Clearly, Uh, it was. I... I think I. No, I don't mean I don't mean the Star Trek one. I mean the first one, 
not the TOS one, but the oh yeah, this the one. first DS9 was the best DS9 one. What? Yeah. I think the second or third I think you're one right. was better. Oh, it I is. was gonna say, I, I was gonna say, like, no, the first TOS. Oh, easily, yeah, 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 yeah. easily, it's good. Yeah, yeah. No, that's classic. There's such yeah. diminishing returns. Yeah, oh my God, on this yes. concept. And <sighs> even in this one, it's a mirror universe, but they just call it. They use. I thought they used ROM to amusing effect to call out like what I'm sure all the nerds were also calling out like they don't even they never say mirror universe they say alternate universe and then Ram is like they call it alternate but it's like it's not really alternate it's just different it's weird you know oh the mon- the, yeah, the meta commentary on the concept that they, that they can't stop going back to is so dumb Yes, I would. I didn't mind it. I, I, I the, it. the reason why I minded it is because they think they're being clever, poking holes in a concept that they find irresistible. If yes. you find, if you think it's so flimsy, then write a different episode of Star Trek. Well, I think that they're making. I think they're making fun of like us. Yeah, that, that it fundamentally is like. I think they're making fun of fans. I think so too. Yeah. So. Oh, like I thought the, it was. Uh, yeah, I can. That you're probably right because this is the advent of the internet. Yeah, and they probably yeah, yeah. they were at it. They were in a position where they could hear directly from fans, whereas before they didn't. Mm, yes, yes, yes. They whatever listserv that they were on, they, they or yes, conventions. Uh, I imagine like every single yeah. convention that Iris oh, yeah, Stephen yeah. Bear ever had to go to, he had somebody walk up to them and, and like mm. want to know the like the ins and outs of. The mirror universe and why would there be a hologram in one universe? But that would be mirror represented by a robot in another. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. at jobs. It's a lot. Of, so many of these guys who are coming up to them that you know they're just yeah. they've got a writing job in Hollywood. They're worried about their union stuff. They're worried about that syndication, like mm. that sweet seat syndication money coming in later down life. Mm-hmm. You know, this is ending. They're probably trying to like network and scramble to get something else. It's just, this show's got senior itis so bad. Yeah. We get some more reference to, uh, Vulcan love slave and names. You be Talana and I'll be Schmoon from Vulcan love slave volume three. I always wish they would have fleshed out. More I don't, about I don't remember Vulcan love slave. What what I think it was a joke. It's a running joke that they from get. what? It's a just a running reference that like mourns talkativeness or you know yeah one of those background things they just go back to. Was it? Does it even predate DS Nine? Is there a joke in TOS? I don't think so. I'm not sure. No, I think we tried to figure out if there was like a slash fic about it. No, there's. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there is now. There's definitely slash fic about. Spock being a Vulcan love slave, but I don't know if it's anything called Vulcan love slave. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's first referenced in this sense, so it's actually not that long ago. But I, so. I I think it's just a reference to all the slash fic with, uh, you know, Spock probably right. I mean, maybe not, but that shit goes back to the '60s. No, I'm talking about the the first reference on the show to Vulcan love slave. Oh yeah. It's just to this ascent, so it doesn't go back that far, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the trill should be, should be rebels, but they're not. But I don't even know which side is which anymore, other than the the alliances, the humans, and yeah. Like I don't. I mean, and I think that like they don't care if we follow the plot, but like I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, it's been so long. I don't know. Like I know that Kira is bad, and everybody else is you know fucking comically dumb, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I guess. The trill should be with the Alliance because Jadzia was fucking evil Bashir. 
I guess it's as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. But she, but this one's working with the not alliance, whatever they are. Uh, they still. What if she died? What if she died in childbirth, having Cisco's baby, <laughs> and they had to bring Cisco's baby back? Because remember, he fucked her for. He did. That was weird. That, that was weird. That, that was weird. Yes. He fucked Kira too. Yeah. Yep. In the mirror, Kira. So, but um, that's a weird episode. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like if she had like a little baby Cisco, <laughs> <laughs> a little Cisco with spots. Uh, yes yes yeah we don't see any black trills do we <laughs> wait give wait till cisco yeah uh, right so. right uh, yeah yeah quirk and or armin and and max get to do some sweet uh, object work with an invisible cloaking device that they steal from martok's ship my oh god. my god <laughs> they worked on that for four days and couldn't get it right oh, and right. that's when they come up with the the hologram shimmer thing uh yeah. What? Are you serious? They wanted to do it. It's like a pantomime, so and they couldn't get they couldn't get the they couldn't get it right, the routine right. Wait. And so that's when they on set was just like you know because it flickers a few uh-huh. times and that makes it look like the CGI makes it look bad. So they had to do it that way. Wait, so are they so. actually carrying something? Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, and some of the no, some of the shots are are some of the shots some of the shots because I've yeah. noticed that they're. Let me see. They're, they, they're not very good at the pantomime. Let me see here. Uh, reception, let me, production. Like where, when he drops it on his foot, clearly they're not actually dropping something on. Well, yeah. the, and the hands, the hands. The hands don't match up, yeah. Yeah, okay, so hold on. Hold on. In order to in order to pull off the scene, Grotacek and Shimmerman practiced for three days because they had to make the object look like it had weight, keep a constant distance from one another, and keep their own hands at a set distance apart. In the end, the effects crew decided to have them carry a rectangle transparent filament which would be edited out in post-production however that scene didn't play right and so Echeverria came up with the idea of the occasional fizzle as seen in the finished because some of the some of the episodes some of the shots they're they're clearly pantomiming yeah and yeah yeah yeah, they probably did it yeah yeah, editing two different things together yeah yeah yeah, and then he <laughs> drops it on his foot, and then they assume the position, and it looks like they're going to do something dirty against the wall, weirdly <laughs> enough, when Martok and Cisco walk by. That was that was weird. Uh, yes. Esri's like, oh, she's like our Esri, but t- so much taller, and they're like, shut the fuck up, Rom, on her little ship. <laughs> and, then we, and then we get not hologram Vic and, and a guy that I called Sloth Pliskin. Yeah, they... Because he looks like... Sloth from the Goonies and no, <laughs> Snake Plissken. Right, they they clearly made a sl- Snake Plissken yeah. type. Yeah, person but with a fucked up face. Right, so. <laughs> Sloth Sloth Plissken. That's. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So Vic, uh, you're supposed to be the good guys. And, so again, they like getting Vic work. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, again, yeah. yeah, yeah t- there's t- just as much Vic as more more Vic than Cisco in this episode. Yeah, Vic is their new dad. Right. Well, <laughs> he gets shot like pretty quickly, but it's there to like. Wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. And it's like, fuck you, fancy. It's but he's a hologram, but he's not here. Wait, this is this is an alternate. This is just weird. And like, all right, ch- waka waka. Yeah. Yucks. Yeah, yucks. Oh, so yeah. fun. It's a it's a Ferengi episode in the mirror universe. There's going to be some sudden, sadly, yucks. And sometimes you read these uh, comments that Ira Stephen Bear on episodes like this, and he, um, you're listening to it, and he sounds like I, I don't know, but what I picture is um, 
you remember in Boogie Nights that uh, documentary in the middle uh-huh. with uh, with Dirk Diggler and the way he talks about you know a lot of people use my things for good you know like I feel like I'm helping marriages that's what I view my job at you know yeah yeah <laughs> and I go we all felt the need with a small end to visit the alternate universe one last time and let's just face it the idea is silly anyway mere Miller silly why would we take it seriously <laughs> right. look if, if, just, if you, you get know, worked up so we put Rom in there just to ask people like guys why don't you just fucking lighten up and not think about these things if if you don't think batman kills like fucking grow up okay <laughs> yes yes if you don't think batman kills where the fuck have you been <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> grow up like an adult who's in the batman That's some uh, you know why would you want to take this seriously it's just fun it cracked me up every time we uh he tried to label it or try to find a definition of it. Well, Rom was just talking about how fun Rom is in it. I mean, he's not totally wrong. Some people get off on it. Some people don't. I'm sure John Holmes helped a many Americans. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, lear- I learned so much from him. Didn't he get like a Kennedy Center honor for that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was weird because he was the only one not wearing it around his neck. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was wearing what around his neck? He was the only one not wearing the metal around his <laughs> right, neck. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. And well, and yeah. it basically, you know what? Uh, somebody who ripped this episode off was the the last Jedi because Ezri is basically the DJ character from the last Jedi. She, she doesn't. She's don't <laughs> yeah. join, man. She's like, look, I, I'm here for money. I'm, trills are all about that just, money. Oh yeah, I guess she is Han Solo, isn't she? Yeah. She is. Yeah. She. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah. She's got that leather outfit. She's dressed kind of like DJ in that movie, uh, you yeah. know, Benicio del Toro. And then, but more like Han Solo. They put her in a little black leather right, vest. Right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. She's like, that's what like that. That's what got them all. Oh was, yeah, yeah. We got yeah. We got this young girl. Why don't we cast her? You know. Look, baby, I'm just wanting it for money. I don't need a bunch of hokey religions. <laughs> right, I just need a blaster. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to find one thing I didn't hate about this episode, mm-hmm. uh, Brunt. Mirror Brunt. Oh, yeah. 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 Jeffrey Combs, what? Brunt, making Brunt like... Yes. Yeah, Brunt having a weird amount of like got a heart of gold, path, man. pathos yeah, yeah. about him. <laughs> like, yeah, that was yeah, that was weird. And his delivery of all of his lines were yeah, yeah. Like how much, how, how much, how much, or how close of friends? And he's you know he gets this little slow look and gives him a look and goes, not as close as I want. <laughs> like and it yeah. was like a well delivered little you know closest friend I've ever had. And how close is that? Yeah, Jeffrey Combs is—he's a good egg. That was weird and really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Not as much as not—not as good as uh, Zach getting a a ear job from the intendant. Such nimble, such nimble fingers, my dear. I just think of these people I got so much affection for. (laughs) Fucking one of the like, like fucking uh, Wallace Shawn, who I just fucking love. Having to think about him like scrounging for paychecks, but I'm gonna do this with that shit on his face, you know, and then and then not a visitor having to like, yeah, do, I don't know. I just feel bad. You know, he had a blast even in in his apartment in New York to this day. For according to a New York Times article I read from his partner, they have a framed picture of him as the Nagus in her apartment. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
you know, on the other hand, I feel bad. Yeah, well, I no, I mean, I see why with this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got quite a temper. It's one of my best features. And they had to do a whole lot of plot explaining, too. So there's this big yeah. dump where it was like, you remember five episodes ago, and I was in the, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and I had access to, you know, Nog's bedroom. And <laughs> Don't tell your mom that I had a woman tugging on my ear hairs, Cork. Tugging on his ear hairs is what he gets off on. That mm. that turned me into Hugh a little bit when the tugging on his ear hairs. I was like, all right, no, okay. Come on, yeah, you gotta you gotta know that that's that's the most repulsive thing. <laughs> oh, it completely takes you out of your enjoyment of the show. Besides mm-hmm. everything else that was on the screen, taking my enjoyment out. Of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's he's and then uh, going back to the Ferengi religion, like. You know, it's capitalism, but it's also religion. It doesn't quite make total sense. Like with Ezri being like, she's like, I'm all about that money, you know? And she's like, why are you doing this? He's like, oh, I can't explain it. He's just my Nagus. It doesn't actually make sense, but he's my Nagus. And I pray to the Exeter. And that's just what you do. You take, it's just what you do. You take care of your Nagus when he asks. And I, it doesn't actually make sense why he does, but it's just, he does it because he's a Ferengi and he's a good Ferengi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Everybody, uh, yeah, every, every fucking little little uh, libertarians, uh, yeah. really just a secret uh, authoritarian right in his core. Right. They get in line just like that. That's why they all, whenever libertarians form groups, they always end up becoming the Proud Boys or those right, like, right. fucking like, yeah. Look, I don't like Trump. I think he's a creep, but he's my pre- he's my president. And w- what do you do? You <laughs> you help out your president even when you know he's an awful piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Was it Murray Rothbard, the libertarian, actually believed that uh, the the true the most perfect libertarian organization is the mafia? That's that's how Murray Rothbard oh. felt. So, hmm. well, libertarians, yeah, capitalists and uh, anarcho capitalists are all little little uh, authoritarians right. inside. Well, that's maybe why they can get behind Trump, so because he's definitely mm-hmm. had his own ties to the mafia over the years, real estate and whatnot. But this <laughs> is this ain't fucking uh, Pod Save America or anything. Who gives a shit? We're talking about dumb mirror shit episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the the regent's gonna get into beetle snuff, and I guess the regent is the emperor in this universe or something. Because it yeah. Oh yeah. I guess we could, you know, if we were if we were boots and not salts, we could have a conversation about how this mirrors the politics of discovery. But. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, it's a little bit of a bummer. This has occurred to me while I was watching this episode that this is the first time I've seen Andrew Robinson in such a long time. I mean, I guess he, yeah. In I mean, he was co- in that second episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a while. He was yeah, in the it, second episode. That's that was like six episodes ago, James. That's yeah, like yeah, <laughs> where this is episode yeah. twelve or something. It, for somebody who was sort of like a fave for a while, he's another discarded fave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know, the show gets like sort of infatuated with some of these actors and some of their characters, and then discards them. Martok's another one of them. We discover Martok. We love him. Know, well, Martok, well, Martok got some stuff. But. No, I feel like Martok's in a yeah. lot. But uh, like, I do feel like that probably if we were on set and we would see who Iris Stephen Bear personally likes and who he doesn't, I bet that you would see like how the plots move. Oh yeah, I bet Cisco. I mean, Avery Brooks is a lot to deal with, right? Possibly. I actually no, no, no. think. I yeah. think. I, I mean, actually he's, think he's great. Everybody respects the shit out of him, but he's like, he's he's. 
intimidating. I probably, I pre probably is just a reasonable person who has good taste in television scripts. No, I, no, I mean everything you hear. He's he. I mean he has great taste, but the man is intimidating. Like you don't, you call him Mister Brooks. You do what he says. He's going to tell you exactly what he wants, and he doesn't want no jabber, no back talk. You're going to do what he says. Like from everything I've mm. I've read about working mm. with him or heard. Is it all? Is it is that? Was well, that through like like um that makes him sound like a martinet? Like I just assumed he was like this man with like this like gravitas that everybody just kind of yeah bowed to. Yeah, I mean it, he's got a work ethic, but I mean he he like but you're making him sound like Lee Army from Full Metal Jacket. I mean I don't know, but it all I know is that he's an intimidating figure. By <laughs> Alexander Fidel, I want you to get on the fucking floor and give me twenty, or I will fuck you up your ass. <laughs> no, no, but like if you're like the second unit director, he's like you're like, well, what do you think we should do here, Mr. Brooks? He's like, well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to shoot from over here, and you're going to have a oh, yeah. shot going over here behind me. Follow me around this way, and like, and you, and then he's got that intense energy. You're just like, yes, sir. All right, yeah. that sounds good. I bet Jason Isaac's the same way too. Yeah, right. I could see them being like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then with a guy like, I don't know, a guy that's just like, why don't we do this Western episode? It's like, all right. And then Mr. Brooks says, why are you doing that? Yeah. Oh, my Bear, God, I bet. <laughs> Ira, it's like, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I get that it's probably, like, in the way that the TOS, I mean, all of these things are battles of wheels with the captain. Yeah, yeah. Like, all of these stories have stories of, like, the the captains being pretty, nothing more than TOS. But right, right. Spe- also, Voyager was playing. You don't hear that about. Enterprise, because that was, you know, that's the son that nobody cared about, <laughs> right, like the right. fifth kid. Whenever you meet somebody and they're like, oh, I'm the, fi- I'm the f- five, five, and I'm like, oh, your parents just forgot. Yeah, like, yeah, and Bakula is just like, I just want everybody to be happy, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm not going to shit talk. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that, I, yeah, I could see that. But on the other hand, they've been writing these shows, man. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, I would I would want to talk to him, too. <laughs> right. Yeah, if this has been my career for seven years, and, you know, and I'm not getting any younger. Yeah, we're, we'll work you in. Don't worry. At the end of the season, it's all about you. It's like, oh, well, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. And then Garrick is kind of waste. You know, Andrew Robinson's great, but this version of Garrick's kind of lame. He's just a one note. Let's kill everything. And it's like, okay. Oh, yeah, he openly shit talks these oh, yeah. things, too. Yeah. He fucking hate. He said I hated all those Mirror episodes. Like, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. They were asked. Right. I really, 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 I was really, 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 really happy about Garrick's death. I never liked these alternate universe shows. Why don't they say the mirror universe? But anyway, yeah. uh, it's just a stoop. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's shit talking right. the whole thing. I did like when he had this weird sub energy with Worf, mm. but even this, and this one, it's gone. It was like in one episode where he was just like, yeah, tie me up. You know, so it was like, okay, I, fine. But mm-hmm. it it also sells that like oh the evil guys are sexual deviants which is kind of fucked up too but uh yeah. yeah they want to kill the intendant and it's a big ship and yeah they get the so what's the joy what are we supposed because he's okay so he's right that it isn't a mirror that they gave up on trying to do these moral opposites that was what the first show was rated in so they build it as a place to go and so why go there and i probably had this conversation before with a discovery or something but like why like well it was all i don't know why if they're not gonna care and they're gonna say i mean if iris Stephen bear is like this idea these the, the mirror universe was stupid it was stupid in the tos episode or jo- or wacky and fun or whatever they want to say 
And if it was a bunch of yuck yucks on TOS, and we decided to do seven episodes about it on our show, and it was wacky and goofy, then why do I? Well, like, it's in an alternate universe, but I don't understand anybody or anything. So it's just like, it's is it fun to watch actors do uncharacteristic things? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it was. The whole spin on it was a pitch from Robert Hewitt Wolf, right? Didn't we talk about, like, in season when it first came about? It was his idea Mm -hmm. of what could have happened since Spock came back and was changed and everything. Yeah. And then so. Yeah, and that was serious. And that was serious. But now it's just like fucking everybody's just doing like. Well, that's what I'm saying. They did that and then they left, they lost the guy that, that had the ideas and now they're just playing around for yucks because it's a fun thing to go back to for the writers. Some people like like the idea of it, and so it's a fun thing to do once a season. But it's you know it's just you know like in <laughs> like in Rose and Kill the Stone and Dead where they have the players and they come in. It's the players from Hamlet, and right. they come in, and, and it's like, hey, we do this for the dumb yuck yuck for the dumb like lo- hoopleheads, and they do these like <laughs> dumb like farcy things where they're kicking each other in the ass, and they're little like it's just like that, like yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that's what I guess that's what people yeah, wanted. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's it's, definitely yeah. I just thought this is so, is it like Benny Hill type shit? Sometimes people, some people like some people like Benny Hill shenanigans episodes more than others. That's all it really comes down to. I just want to let everybody know next month my Benny Hill podcast is coming out <laughs> where we go through everything Benny Hill ever oh. ever filmed. It's <laughs> what, what's it called? Uh, I'm trying to think of something that's gonna. I'm stuck on yakety sax, yeah, but yeah. I can't make a joke about it. But anyway, oh yeah, I don't know. Yakety yaks talking sackety sax. Yeah, I don't know something. You get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then they get away from the alliance. They get the emperor's new cloak to the big giant emperor ship. They get an isodyne coupler and. Rom is like, that's not a nice dying coupler, you fucking idiot, Garrick. And Garrick is like, I'm gonna kill you. And he's like, you can't kill me. I'm the only one that can install it. And they, there's a lot of like playing about like, oh, we're we're gonna kill you. And the Dread Pirate Roberts told me every morning that he was gonna kill me that evening, and then he never did. But except, or if you have, if you ever been stuck watching like at a puppet show with your kids, it's kind of like a puppet show. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now I'm going to say this. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, I think I will. I will just come here and get my... Whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was one scene where Kira, it felt almost explicit where she was like, oh, no, you want to get pegged, right? And you're going to love it. <laughs> what? She's talking about this thing that she wants to do to him, and he's like, I don't know about it. If I'll enjoy it. I was like, oh. Really? Absolutely. I have never tried that before. Well, few men have, but I think you'll find it very stimulating. Tarek Noir, they're 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 there. She's there for butt stuff. I don't know. She's a sexual deviant. She's gonna do something deviant to rage at war. Yeah. Yeah. The '90s infatuation with the like sexy dominatrix is just fuck. Like I guess it, it's those Joel Esterhouse movies. <laughs> yeah, because right. uh, yeah, I mean, you think of like Basic Instinct and stuff. But Jade, remember Jade? I don't remember Jade. Remember Body of Evidence? Uh, that Madonna movie with the wax. All of those like sex- they all seem to yeah seem to be the same. Yes, yeah, it was all like. Dirty sex women, <laughs> yeah. fucking. I mean, I guess it's probably all based. Uh, what was that Michael Douglas movie with the rabbit? Oh yeah, basic uh, fatal uh, fatal attraction. Fatal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it probably all came from that. But yeah, I think and the like, Sharon that, Stone 
crossing her legs. Yeah. Yeah, the basic instinct, yeah. So that like dirty sick like these like I'm just a normal boomer guy <laughs> with a middle class job and this my life woman wants my to life stick. and my normal wife. Yeah, I my hedgehog of a wife. But this girl wants to grease her pinky and stick it up <laughs> my bum. Oh Lord, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And so I think that it was just like writers really digging that and, yeah, and that yeah. was yeah. Which I get. I don't know. It's nice when women do all of the work. And sure. So, yeah, I know. I, yeah. I could see why that was Iris Stephen Bear's fan. <laughs> right. And then Garrick is interrogating them or or not. They're like, well, you should, and they milk it for time. Like, our Garrick is smart. You're a dumbass. You should be like. They, do they milk, the writers are milking the scene for time or the characters are milking it for time? <laughs> I mean, in the six of one, half dozen of the other. <laughs> Like when you're watching a movie on uh, Mystery Science Theater, and like they always comment because the 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 shot goes when someone's walking away, well, follows them all the way to the car or the drive all the way to the house. It's just there to pad out the runtime, yeah, uh, to get it to ninety minutes. So no, I mean, that scene wasn't actually the worst, where they're like pointing out the differences between their Garrick and this Garrick, and and he's got this ox cart virus that in, boils your insides and and they're like well you know our in our universe uh work becomes comes before pleasure and i guess that's the difference between the mirror universe or something mm-hmm. pleasure comes first before work or something that's that's a weird thing but but them just mil- milking for time about your argaric would be doing so much better than you was i mean it was fine then uh dj dax comes in and before he can inject inject quark with this boiling inside virus she murders Garrick and oh it's because previously we've seen her change of heart basically is because the intendant who she's uh, killed yeah, yeah she's got a sexual relationship with because she doesn't like she kills uh Brunt and because mm-hmm. yeah and Brunt was a good guy and she liked him and you know she didn't have sexual feelings for him because like she does with the intendant I guess because she's gay I'm not her type I don't think you are either. What makes you say that? But when she, the intendant murders her best friend there, she's like, well, it kind of turns her around, so that's why she breaks in later to save Cork and Rom, because, uh, yeah, some things you just do, not for money. In this uh, episode, I do think that there's like a, and I don't, and I act, honestly don't mean this in a sexual way, it seems like Nicole DeBoer would probably, outside, outside of this role, be fun to hang out with. Yeah. Like she, has, it seems like she probably has like a certain type of sort of fun, like loose personality, and that I had, I, I, she had a spark in this role that I'm, you know, I don't, I don't mind her, but it seems like she's having a good time, not just because she's getting to play lesbian, but just because she's playing a character with a little more, right, right, uh, you know, edgier, yeah, yeah, and she seems like she might have at this point in her life been an edgy person, like just as a person. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I don't know. It looked like she was having fun with a more meatier things to do or emotional range to enjoy. That's the second good thing I've said about this episode. Yeah, like hanging out with the kids in the hall in the mid-90s feels like it would have been a blast. You, <laughs> you know? probably had like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Early 90s maybe, by the maybe by the mid and late it was starting to fall apart for him, but... Uh, 
Good, but yeah, she gives a how Quirk is like, How much do I owe you? And she's like, No, I'm not doing it for money. It's because she killed my best friend or whatever. But then they still let the intendant go. The the cloaking device that they installed, they're gonna murder Quirk and uh Rom anyways, even though they did everything they asked. But and then Rom is like pissed, that's the last time I do anything for you. Whatever. And then but when they decloak to blow up the Defiant, he put a a booby trap in there and it sucks all the power and they're sitting ducks and then the Defiant can take out the ship and get unconditional s- surrender from Regent Worf. And then Ezri gets to go debrief with Lita, hubba hubba. And Rom is like, but that, you're my wife. And she's like, not here. I'm going to go uh, hook up with Ezri. And, and then I think I'm ready to go home now because, yeah. So I guess, do we think they knew that they were on the last season? Do they know they're on the last season? Oh, yeah. So why aren't they really closing doors? Why don't they, like, fucking, like, do it up? Like, kill these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's... You ain't seeing these characters ever again. I think... My theory is, is they see what's come before them. And they're thinking, we're going to be doing movies. Oh, yeah. In, like, another five years, Hmm. it's going to be us doing the movies. Like, Iris Steven Bear thinks he's having the biggest summer blockbuster of 2001 at this point because he <laughs> yeah. thinks he's going to get the band back together to do, to do movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he wants to leave as many plot elements on the that, Cause that's possible. traditionally, yeah. that's what yeah. you do. It's possible. You yeah. know, you mm-hmm. don't kill the Borg mm-hmm. in the next generation because then you got, you got to do yeah. your big first contact, you move, you know? So that yeah. I see that's why they're not doing it. They clearly think that's the pattern of the franchise. They don't so know too. that that's not going to happen for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, it's like it just seems like this could be like a you know fuck it you know just start killing yeah yeah like you know these these innocuous characters in a fake universe you know like you just do it you right know, do it up. I mean they've been pretty flippant with just murdering people in in the mirror universe before like Odo died real fast mm-hmm. and Quark and Rom are dead in the mirror universe. But you could I, bring it yeah. could be about bringing Kira down or I don't know right right I mean, I, she's supposed to be this great villain yeah I think that's why there's like oh. Worf is with his hair down. It's not the best, but they probably thought it was so much fun to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that that's that's mostly that's most of the episode. Have they ever had to? I can't find. Any, have they ever had to comment on this mirror universe sexuality stuff? I don't know. That's you, a like, great question. That's a good question. Yeah, because I mean, this is a pretty icky thing, and, and you know that's you know it's the problem with Dune too. That is just like a. But this, you know, you think Dune is a product of its time, 1965, but like, the, or whatever year it was released. But this was, you know, fuck. Well, like, wait to like, the, the, you know, this the was... evil emperor is doing it in 2019, too, so. Yeah, yeah but no, I remember that from, that was in the, just, that was in the season we watched, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has that gay try, she has like a three, three-way with a couple. Oh yeah, that's right. In the last episode of that, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. See, that's <laughs> she and at that point she was clearly the evil one too. Right, right. And mm-hmm. and people still get worked up. Like for Discovery it doesn't bother me as much because there are because there are bigger problems in that category where, where they get permission There's slip. bigger problems mm-hmm. one and and there's there's other uh displays of sexuality among the good guys too. So her being pansexual doesn't they're but not it's like all hetero, it's all heteronormative and it's all monogamous for the male. Right, but they're they're not like, oh my god, you're pansexual. Oh, that's evil. It's just something she is. So it's not like that's but that's but they're the only people. They're not necessarily they but it's it's assumed that they're not. Like there's Do you think that okay, so could could Kira be gay 
Only bad Kira. I'm talking about gay. a discovery, and this one it's yeah, but, set but like in, but like oh. Captain Giorgio wasn't doing that kind of stuff. Like the good, you know, like in the, flash, yeah. in the in the flashbacks when she's, no, I mean, you know, her own meek self with telescopes and stuff. I mean, the evil the evil Giorgio is not in, super into like telescopes. Well. And Brian and uh, Brian Fisher is that his Brian name? Fuller? And Brian Fisher's original script. You you know that scene in Russian Doll where they wake up after spending the night in the apartment, and that girl wakes up on those pile of bodies, all with uh, dildos on their mm-hmm. ass, like coming out of there. Yeah. Like uh, that was the original scene with uh, first scene with Captain George. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Them That's waking up and, that was in the script that nobody saw. That's why they didn't. Yeah, yeah. That's why he got kicked off the project. Yeah. She's just in a white tank in a butt pair of boxers. Yeah. Like you can still read into it, but I, I'm just, all I'm saying is it doesn't bother me because it's, it's not like the only possible way you could be pansexual is to be evil. I mean, she I is, know that. And it's but... playful and it's fun. I mean, just in the way that it's sold in the thing I'm saying, but I get, I mean, not even talking about discovery. I'm saying that like they're leaning into this in 1999. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought, like it just seems I don't like think we were that involved evolved in 1999 either. Clearly not. But well, I, mean, I would I would think Iris Stephen Bear thinks he is. He's given a, you know he we very much get sit to his uh, his lectures on 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 things. So I you know I don't. It's still just it's it, it's kind of shocking that they've that it's there and that it's that pronounced. Like they never got called out in the carpet. They never right. really had to account for it in the fandom or anything. It just seems like it's such a. I mean, we are now. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because like with Berman in the, we were still pretty, like conservative Protestant in the open culture that it, it was the one way you could sell that kind. Of, I don't. I mean, I'm, they I'm don't not, do it at all. I'm not trying to say it, defend it and say it good on them for doing it. I'm saying that they were they 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 were getting off on how gay it like the lesbian stuff. Right, right. But like, I'm saying that like they, they it's clearly coming because they want to do it this way. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's because it's basic, like I said, basic instinct, body of evidence, all that stuff. It's it's in it's in the zeitgeist I get, but and like, it's fun this... to be bad, you know. And yeah, but the I mean, the fact it's... that it's bad by design it is problematic. I'm, I'm, I agree. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Why men are weird about their dicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's uh yeah. I get. I mean, I guess I just it's it's so shocking, and I'm surprised they've never had to like sort of be held accountable for it in the yeah. way that I think Dune is has been like you, you that is a part of the conversation the cultural con- conversation of Dune but the mirror universe that's not and it's all only this there was no T, there's no TNG mirror universe there's not a Voyager mirror universe right uh I don't think so but yeah oh well, but it I is I mean if it there, is yeah. if there was it, I yeah, don't no, remember that, they, I didn't I didn't care much for the Enterprise one. Oh right yeah so I didn't see it but I mean like now yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't know how the fans still complain about it in Discovery. So, I guess there's there's something to it. Yeah, I mean they're they're entering in that age now where it's like you still doing this seriously, you know? Right, right. And yeah. and that kind of stuff. So, hmm. I just want a positive representation of a polycule. I don't know. Right. Why can't they? Why can't yeah, we get yeah. that? Yeah. In? I mean. None of these alien races have three ways. Yeah, I mean, I like I've said, it doesn't bother me as much in Discovery as it does in this because it's like it does. It just doesn't because it's more fun and they're not extremely bad wait, because of wait. it. Wait, on Enterprise, uh, the Doctor, what's his weird sex things? Yeah, he's got like eight wives or something. No, his wife has multiple husbands. That's what it is. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they're, they're like the oatmeal face people. They're like the people who all those men who live with. 
uh, Twilda, Tilda Swinton. I, so, know. I didn't know yeah. that she had that kind of relationship. Cool for her. Yeah, Tilda Swinton's fun. If you ever, if you ever, you know, yeah, Tilda Swinton's fun. <laughs> if you ever, what am I, I don't know what I'm saying here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She, I don't know. I, it made it sound like if you're ever in Tilda Swinton, right? Well, she out. she doesn't just look like David Bowie. She's a good time. She's pretty fantastic. I, I said I was saying that Tilda Swinton is fun, like Edinburgh is fun or something. <laughs> yeah, like. Right. If you're ever by uh, Tilda Swinton's apartment, just tra- just drop by. You'll have yeah. a great time. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying there. Sorry. Tilda Swinton's great. <laughs> Tilda Swinton is great. I love Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Wouldn't be fun if Tilda Swinton was in this. Yeah, right. Oh, that, yeah, that'd make this episode. I, I feel like we've kind mm-hmm. of uh, juiced this the most we're going to get out of this uh, mirror universe. I, this is the mirror universe. Yeah, I'm just trying to like, do I? Yeah, like, where do you guys, where are you guys going to put this on your rewatch meter? Uh, uh, like if I'm doing a mirror, I could foreseeably do a mirror episode rewatch and get knock it out in a couple of days because there's only like six or seven of them. So I'd put it at a four. All right, I'm at a zero. Oh, I'm at a zero. But I'm trying to think. Like, okay, okay. So we had crossover through the looking glass. So many. We, yeah, we did shattered mirror resurrection. This. Is is this the worst one? No, I said resurrection. No. Well, worst let me episode. ask you this: Do you want to guess what the people of IMDb think of this, and then we can get to, down to the bottom of that? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at a six point nine. I'm gonna put it at a five point eight. It is a six point four. It's the exact same score as last week's Prodigal Daughter. Huh. Is that a new bottom for them? Are, are we at the floor of this season? Probably. What What did we say? What did we say? The What was the no? I mean, like maybe. Oh, for this, this season? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe that's just like don't tell me because we got more. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, God, <laughs> I hate next week's more. But um, See, uh, yeah. Yeah. So this didn't bother. This was fine for me for a mirror universe and a Ferengi episode. It's like it was it was a fun romp. It didn't actually. But I'm a guy that doesn't hate those two things outright most I mean, of the time. The muse. So the muse we, is we have, the muse was five point six. I think that's the lowest one. That's the lowest one. Because even because yeah. even move along home is five point nine. But he was without sin was like five point four. You said right. What what season is that? Uh, uh, it's the dead soccer kid season. Yeah, <laughs> I don't five, know. I guess. Man, that was five. That was season five. Or yeah, I, uh, yeah, maybe. five point five point five is let he was who I was saying. So yeah, mm-hmm. so that's the okay. yeah. That... So here's the here's the breakdown. So the season two first episode in season two is called crossover, and then I don't. That was that was the one that was okay. That was Kira on Kira. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then through the looking glass is the one where Cisco fucks all the women in the cast. Uh-huh. And then Shattered Mirror is the one where Worf and oh, that's the one with Jennifer. And that might be my. I was about to say I think favorite. that might be my favorite of them. It might be my second favorite because I think the first one's probably the best. Uh-huh. Resurrection that's, is that's that's oh my god, bore. I don't know, I was bored by. They're equal. It's tied with Resurrection. So, yeah, Resurrection was your low of the series. You said. Yeah, so, I stand by that. Oh right. yeah, that's next to it. That's where they bring yeah. Boral back. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. So I would say that the crossover. Yeah, yeah. God, these are. It's sort of like uh, James Cameron's career. Each one gets worse. <laughs> so like. 
there we are. So you think this is worse than Resurrection? I think it's like it's a it's a matter of inches. See, I think this is considerably because they at least they at least they go to the mirror. What do they call it in polling? It's a statistical tie <laughs> within the margin of error. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the so, Resurrection yeah. was a mirror universe where they don't even go to the mirror universe. They just give us a shitty character <laughs> that we didn't like when he was alive. You know. So. Yeah, but I didn't feel like whole scenes of it were like watching like you know bad improv. Uh, some people so. like improv more than others, but yeah, whatever. But does people? Does some people like bad improv? <laughs> no, but man, I've seen bad improv. I've done bad improv, and and this was better than that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, bad improv is yeah pretty rough. So yeah, and that's the and maybe this is the thing where it's like trying to do. Maybe that's why the problem with comedy, when especially when you don't get it right, and you try to do these big broad comedy things. Is that bad, you know, bad drama is funny, but bad comedy is like fucking torture. Right. Nothing is ever bad. No, no comedy is bad and you laugh at it. Right. Oh, that's like none of the like so because it's not you're laughing at the unintentionalness, but somebody telling bad jokes is just like a fucking nightmare. And also, and, bad. Well, comedy is a lot more subjective about what people find funny, too. Sure, sure. And I mean, but drama is. I don't think I mean, this is the worst this comedy ever. And but because it's kind of, you know, it's played for yucks. Oh, oh. Some people get more off on more yucks than others. You know. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's you know, it's like you you have that. We all got that uncle who just tells just bad fucking dad jokes mm -hmm. it's the worst but if you have like but if you have an uncle who's a fucking nightmare mess it could be kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> like you know but uh that's the thing is that i've unintentionally enjoyed a lot of these episodes right. but these comedy yuck yuck episodes are, right yeah like yeah nobody like move along home took itself super seriously yes and it was yes. it's still completely watchable yeah yeah, I guess. Yeah, because at least you're watching. I mean, you're, you're yeah, you can you're laugh watching. at it. And... <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but okay. but it's like yeah, like I like I mean I I don't know I I don't know I don't think it's the same type of humor, but it's the level of humor of those like they don't make them anymore. But remember scary movie and superhero movie and all of those like those are just like those parody film. Yeah, this is dumb it. reference comedies though, like. Well, they can't do reference, but it, but this is as low I, I, sort of. I mean, like I said, comedy is subjective. I don't know if I, I, I agree with do you. Do you legitimately laugh at anything in this episode? I uh, I chuckled at them making fun of the fans and the alternate stuff. I mean, no, I, none of this made me guffaw, but I was amused by it. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I have a Stephen Bear thinks that I just hate it because he owned me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> They didn't know when they were making that first, but they were just they were just saying all the shit that I'd already mocked them for. Well, I, mean, I don't. Know. I don't. Where where are we at? Oh, we we did the rewatchman and we got the IMDb. Next week <laughs> we have a murder mystery episode. Oh. oh boy! Hold the gun in your hands like the murderer uh -huh. did. And wait, it, didn't we just have a murder mystery episode with Dax in it? Yes, and we we have a return of our favorite character. Dax's bad host. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Fun fun so, times. Yeah, enjoy. Fun, fun, fun. Until my daddy takes a T-bird. <laughs> um 
And uh, yakety sexuality, a podcast (laughs) on Benny Hill. (laughs) There you go. The next thrilling podcast from Kickers of Elves. Um, (laughs) If you want to hear all about what you call yakety sexuality, yakety sexuality sexuality. (laughs) with a A, sexuality. Yes, I like it. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) to really get into the sexuality of the. the uh, fat dad who sits around in his underwear laughing at the <laughs> ladies running yes. around in bikinis to uh, sped up film. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Chasing the prettiest girls from Lambeth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so if you want to, you know, give us the feedback about how much you want that podcast, give us a call at 917-408-3898 or uh, join the Patreon. Pay us to not do that podcast at <laughs> patreon.com slash kickers of elves. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode of The Rules of Acquisition. We hope you come back next week and join us as we go through another episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. For Wade James and myself, three to beam out. Sorry to yakety sax you. Don't worry about the Black Lodge speech up front. It was mostly about being so happy this was the last Mirror episode. We're friends right? I really don't want to sit through a Benny Hill podcast. I don't know if they'll do it or not. I mean who would want to sit through that? But go ahead and give to the Patreon anyway. Money is the only thing those bastards will listen to. They talk good about about not being bought but they will run around in skimpy outfits for the right price. It's a big price though. Indecent proposal then why don't you? Damn my programming. They've already made a whore out of me.